Hi, I'm Terry Naturally. And I'm Dr. Lynn Wagner. And I have over 50 years of experience and knowledge in health and nutrition. And I'm a medical doctor with a passion for holistic health. We come together to offer you unique viewpoints and expertise as health advocates around topics that deal with today's health concerns. And always for your good health. So let's get into today's topic. Hey, good morning. Good to see you again. <laughs> nice to as see always. you too. Yeah, as always. Yeah. I heard we have some fun conversation today. I think we should have. Yes. Uh, absolutely. I'm um, really excited about it because I know you're going to have a lot more to say about it than I will. Oh, I'm sure you'll jump in. You'll, you'll, <laughs> of course yeah, I will. Yes, absolutely. Please jump in. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'd really like to focus on um, botanical extracts. Okay. Natural medicine. Can we, I'm going to dumb it down a little bit. What do you mean by a botanical extract? Because you herb, obviously... You, an herb. Okay. Yeah. Botanical is just, you know, like an herb. Like a plant. Plant. Okay. And I'm saying that so people understand because my audience doesn't always know this stuff. And mine doesn't either. Right. So, and I don't, you know... Um, I, I tried to be friendly in, in terms of what what I'd like to say so that everybody can take advantage of it. Yep. Uh, but some of the research coming out on uh, some of these herbal extracts, botanical extracts, uh, are amazing. Totally, totally amazing. So how, do you, how does one take a plant and make it into a, an extract or something we can ingest? Well, there's various ways of doing that. It depends on the plant and depends on the type of extract they would like to make. Some are water soluble, some are an aqueous extract. Mm -hmm. So they use only water. Mm -hmm. Like making tea right. would be a good way. Right. Making coffee in a percolator yep. would be an extract. Okay. Because you put the put the grounds in the in the basket, you circulate water through it, and then you and pour you out coffee, coffee. That's an extract. Okay. If you dry it, you can it, do that it with powder. So yeah, you can do that with plants. Yes. Okay. Exactly the same thing. Only the percolator and Three stories tall, right? And about as about maybe 10, 15 feet in diameter, huge, huge, and just full of plants. Extracts, full of plants or wood chips, or when they do uh, like ginseng extract, they mm -hmm. chop it all up in, in pieces because the smaller the piece, the more more extract you get out of right. it. Right, and I'm I'm assuming sometimes you use cold, sometimes you use heat. Um, you try not to use heat. You okay. don't really need to. Okay. You, what, primarily what you use is, is water mm -hmm. or a combination of water and alcohol okay. or methanol. Mm -hmm. uh, alcohol takes everything out of the plant. Water so it soluble, makes a stronger soluble. extract? Yep. yep. Okay. A stronger extract and you get all the nutrients. You get all the uh, components of the plant out of the plant. So when you make a powdered product or a capsule, is it, how, does that get, how is that derived? Well, they pull the, all the extract out, they dry it, uh, and then they pulverize it and put it into a powder form. Okay. Um, some you can actually put into uh, alcohol, mm -hmm. like a tincture, right? and use it like that, They're like drops. Do you have a preferred method of taking extracts? Um, I, I like soft gels or otherwise hard, hard shell capsules. Okay. I don't like tinctures as much. Right. Do you think tinctures are stronger? Uh, or better? Sometimes, uh, sometimes it, tinctures are huge in Europe. Mm -hmm. uh, and But the United States has never caught on to that. Right. We're very pill-oriented. For sure. Yes. For sure. I want a pill. My patients tincture, never want to take tinctures. I don't understand that. Right. You need 20 drops? I don't understand No, that. they don't. So, yeah, but tinctures are really, really powerful. Okay. They're good. I love them. Right. Uh, there are certain things like echinacea I mm -hmm. like in a tincture. Right. Uh, there are some plants that I like in a tincture. Okay. Um, I would more than likely want to... To use them personally, 
than sell them mm -hmm. because the 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 problem of sell of selling them is that it's very difficult for people in America to take a liquid, right? Drop, just or, because we haven't wrapped our head around it, right? No, it's just not normal. We don't understand that, no. right? Because drug companies don't have liquids, no tinctures, right? We have drugs, unless you're a kid. They have pills, they have tablets, right? They have capsules, mm -hmm. and so that's how everybody thinks. Okay, so what are some of your favorite um, botanical extracts or herbs? All of them. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. Really, truly, if you come down to What is your to number it, one? Oh, geez, that's really tough. Uh, andrographis. Okay, let's talk about that. Andrographis. So tell me what it is. What it, like when, it, when you look at andrographis, what does it look like? Uh, it's a plant with leaves. Okay, so it's and just a green leafy plant? primarily use the leaves. Okay. Uh, they grow about maybe two and a half feet tall. Are they in the U.S. or are they? Primarily they come from the Himalayas. Oh, okay. Uh, India, in that region. Uh, and it's known as the king of the bitters. Okay. Because it's very, very bitter. Is it safe to ingest? Like if you found the plant and just ate the plant, would that be safe? Ooh, it would be safe, but it would be bitter. Okay. I don't think you'd want to do okay. that. How... Even, if you, even if you had a capsule of andrographis and you thought, well, I take this every day and I like it. It does well for me. Uh -huh. And then you say, well, I'm going to give it to my child. So you pull it apart, dump the contents into a peanut butter uh -huh. or to applesauce. They'll spit it out in a minute. Okay, so it is really it's bitter. so bitter, yeah. Okay. Um, and how long have you known about it and worked with it? Um, probably about probably about three to four years. So not that long. Not that long. How did you find it? Um, I'm always looking on, on websites, looking on the scientific websites. What are the most commonly uh, researched uh, botanicals or herbal extracts? Uh, how, much, how many uh, studies are done on that particular, like, 3,000 on Antigraphus, uh 18,000 on curcumin, 28,000 on melatonin. Mm -hmm. So when you see that and you see the, the benefits of these plants, I mean, huge benefits. Antigraphus is antiviral, mm -hmm. uh, antibacterial. Cold, that means cold and flu. That means COVID-19. Um, liver, in fact, works extremely well on liver for fatty liver disease. Oh, it does? Uh, drug companies now are, are are clamoring to get to some kind of a drug that they feel will cure <laughs> cure fatty liver disease when, when actually it's caused by sugar. Right. Uh, instead of alcohol, because it's called non-alcoholic right. fatty liver disease right. today. So it's caused by sugar. Right. Kids have fatty liver disease they do. by sugar. They do. And the, and the drug companies are trying to come up with a drug to cure fatty liver disease. Right. It does not make sense. No, it doesn't make Just any sense. Just stop the sugar madness. Right. Make sugar illegal. Same with, same with type 2 diabetes. It's a sugar bed. It is, right, right. So, but there are many, many good studies. There was, one, there was a study coming out of Germany called Chemobrain. And one of my good friends oh, worked, yeah. worked on that mm -hmm. um, study. And when they give uh, patients chemo, it destroys liver cells and brain cells. Mm -hmm. um, I, have and, a, and, I have a lot of patients who have Chemobrain. Yep. So when you give them anagraphis, it blocks the destruction of the cells of the brain and the liver. Oh, so you give it... In conjunction with the chemotherapy, yes, absolutely. it's not treatment for after to rebuild neural cells. Oh, keep cells? going, yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I have it. I take it every day. I'm not. I'm ever going to be without it. So, is it also something that's good for um, mental health, mental clarity, focus, brain, that kind of stuff? Absolutely, because that's clarity, a huge. That's a big thing people struggle with as yeah. well. Um, I just got back last week from the uh, City of Hope uh, Cancer Research Center in uh, Los Angeles, mm -hmm. uh, north of Los, uh, Los Angeles, right in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. Um, the research on anagraphs is unbelievable. 
And if you take curcumin, and there is a very special form of curcumin called BCM95, which they have studied at City of Hope uh, Cancer Center. If you took those two together, the top researcher there said it, it would be a, a dynamic duo. Uh, first of all, curcumin works on almost every pathway in the body. Now, this is really unique. This is nature. Drug companies, when they make a drug, it's one molecule. Because the FDA's requirements for studying a drug has to be, you know, that drug has never been on the face of the earth until someone concocted it in a laboratory. So will it kill people? You know, how many people is it going to kill? And they do have a, you know, a, a way of getting around. There's going to be a certain amount of deaths from many drugs. Mm -hmm. But they look at how many people can we help, how many people will die. Right. And, you know, it's, you know, it's that numbers game. Mm -hmm. And, um, but like curcumin and, and anagraphis, it has many, many, many molecules, hundreds, if not thousands of molecules. So it works on a variety of conditions where a drug drug, synthetic drug, works on only one pathway, right. only on one molecule. Right. Then you throw all the other pathways, pathways out of balance. Uh, where, where nature is collectively working on all those pathways simultaneously at multiple levels of those pathways, providing balance. So um, the, go back to the andrographis, what would you say that, like, is it something you take every day? I know you said you take it every day. I would, but for, I would take it every day. For most people, it would be something they would take every day. Uh, I, well, I would like to see people take it every day because right. you're going to get more value. Right. But if you have a cold or flu, it works fantastically. Okay, so if you get a cold or flu, you take yep. it. If you have fatty, fatty liver disease, right. you want to take it every day. Right. If you're under chemotherapy. You know, yep. the problem with, with that is doctors are not educated no. on much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what, what I'm saying is that they have no knowledge of health and nutrition. No. They don't know what to eat either. Uh, and, they, and they believe that diet makes no difference in your health. Right. In your health. Right. I have an interesting story, but I don't have time for it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, so they, won't, they, won't, they don't want anybody to take something that they think is maybe strange. Uh, and I, can't, I can understand that because they have been so educated on chemotherapy, on drug therapy. Right. Uh, and radiation. Uh, so when you say they should also take curcumin with, with the drugs, well, that's like saying, well, you know, I gave up on the medical and I'm including something that is completely foreign to me. Right. And I'm going to allow my patient to take it. So what happens to my patient if they take curcumin and the drug? If something happens, I allow them to do that. Right. Yeah, so, no, it's like a big no-no. You basically oh. like no supplements before, after chemo. Oh, yeah. And that's before, what you after really surgery. Want to take no, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, even, it's similar to surgery. There's some really good supplements that people should take in preparation for surgery. Right. But across the board, when you talk to your surgeon about pre preparation, they tell you to stop any vitamins or supplements or yeah. nutraceuticals. Now, we've done a lot of research at, at City of Hope Hospital, a cancer center, um, when you give something like curcumin mm -hmm. or endographis, um, but this is only, these are only animal studies. Mm -hmm. You can't do any kind of human cancer studies with herbal extracts. Okay. Uh, just, there, there would be no uh, regulatory body that would allow it. Okay. So you do a human tumor grafted to an animal. So you're treating the human tumor, but it's being fed by the blood. Of an animal? And a, of an animal. Mm -hmm. um, you could reduce tumors faster than drugs. With andrographis? Andrographis, curcumin. And curcumin. Here, here's, what, here's the combination of four different arms of a study. Mm -hmm. 
one arm, meaning a number of dogs, were treated with uh, curcumin. And that reduced the size of the tumors by 28% in a matter of 14 days, days. Then they did a study with grapeseed extract and it reduced the size of the tumors by 40% with in 14 days. In addition to the curcumin? Nope. This was a curcumin study. Okay. This was a grapeseed extract study. Okay. And then they did a melatonin study. And melatonin reduced the size of the tumors by six, by, me, by 50% in 14 days. Okay. And the graphis did it by 60% in 14 days. And then they put endographis and melatonin together and it reduced the size of the tumors by 90% no. in 14 days. Then they took three different chemo drugs and went through the same kind of study. And all three could not reduce the size of tumors more than 10%. Was the strength of the herbal or the supplements really, really high doses? No. Or is it similar no. to what you would no. take if you buy no. it over the counter? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, maybe like um, Andrographis was 400 milligrams mm -hmm. twice a day. Mm -hmm. uh, curcumin was maybe a, a gram or two a day. Mm -hmm. Melatonin was 10 to, milli 10 to 20 milligrams a day. Grapeseed extract, extract was about... 300 milligrams twice a day. Okay. Just the same thing you would like you would buy over the counter. Over the counter. Yep. Um, now, the big thing, though, is what do you buy over the counter? Right. <laughs> because no herbal products, products no. are exactly the same. No. You know, we are all of the same species. We're humans. We're not alike. We're all totally unique and right. different and wonderful. Mm -hmm. And herbs are the same thing. Mm -hmm. How are they growing? What kind of moisture? Is, is it a lot of rain or no rain? Um, what kind of soil? When, were, when was the herb harvested, cut, so that they could extract it. Because certain times of the day for some plants, you have the highest level of those active compounds. They study that in Europe. So they know exactly when to harvest a plant and how to, how to extract it with either water or alcohol or mm -hmm. a combination. So there's a lot that goes in to making a plant. So you can have 20 different endographists on a shelf and none of them are the same. Right. They're all different. Um, so back to the curcumin. So that we talked about the andrographis and where that's derived from. Where is the curcumin derived from? Um, primarily from India. Okay. And it comes from the plant turmeric. Right. Turmeric. Which is, is that a, a root? Is that a root? Yes. Okay. It's from the root. Right. But it's called it, technically it's called the rhizome. Okay. It's not the root. Right. But it's underground, uh, and usually in the plant turmeric, it's in the plant up to two to four percent. Curcumin is there about two to four percent. Okay that's not enough to make it have a medicinal value. So they concentrate it up to 95% pure. Okay. And at 95 So if you're just using the spice, you're not gonna get the benefit that you would oh, get from no. a product, so, right? So little, so right. little. You'd have to eat like a pound of it a day or something like that. Well, yeah, and I really have a, it's difficult because even authors and, and journalists, they interview somebody and they talk all about curcumin and then when you write the article, turmeric does this. <laughs> right. Turmeric doesn't right, do right. that. Oh, yeah, right. I see that all the time, too. Curcumin does that. Because mm -hmm. curcumin's hard to say, <laughs> so it's easier. I don't know why. Yeah, I think, it's confusing. I think people know turmeric versus curcumin. Right, they do. So they talk about turmeric. But that's not what gives you the medicinal. And there are very, very few studies on turmeric. There's 18,000 studies on curcumin. And the... Curcumin is interesting because you have to make sure you take it a certain way, depending on what your condition is. Like, so... Tell me if I'm right here. When I have patients who have a gut problem, we're trying to heal their gut, the lining, I have them just take curcumin pretty plain. If they need it systemically or for inflammation or something where I want it to get absorbed in their gut, into their bloodstream and circulate throughout their body, I have them take it with something like 
some form of pepper. Educate me on that a little bit. Tell, tell me where I'm wrong here. <laughs> uh, this is, yeah, this is. Because there's a lot of confusion about that too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, um, it's a shame because a lot of people are doing it incorrectly. Uh, I've had people tell me, Terry, I take a teaspoon of turmeric and I sprinkle black pepper on it. That's the way I take it. Just the spice? Yeah. Okay. And black pepper has nothing to do with absorption. Where did that come from then? Well, because there is a company that sells um, curcumin uh, with a ingredient called piperine. Right. And piperine is extracted from black pepper. Right. But you concentrate it up to a higher level. It's pure, pure uh, molecule called piperine. So that does help it, absorption? Yes, it okay. does. But the way it does increase absorption, it causes your intestinal tract to go into like a screen door. So you have leaky gut. Right. So everything goes through that screen door. Curcumin, yes, absolutely. absolutely. It does increase absorption and allergens and toxins and poisons. Oh, so it recreates leaky gut? Yes. So what is a better way to help get absorption? Uh, without... The best way is, is to take curcumin, and mm -hmm. this is the way they have done in India. Mm -hmm. A company there has developed a form of curcumin called BCM95 mm -hmm. using turmeric essential oils. And they bound the oils to the curcumin, and the oils increased the absorption by 700%. Interesting. It's the most clinically studied, scientifically studied curcumin, bioenhanced curcumin in the world, BCM95. I mean, you, in, you do realize that in, even in my integrative medicine training, they were training that you take the pepper derivative to help uh, with absorption. This, it was the first one. It, <laughs> that is very that widely. That goes back a long time. Yeah. Uh, and they gained the most notoriety of that because nothing else was was advanced. Right. Uh, so everybody thought, oh, piperine is going to work. And, and they referred to it as black pepper, but you can't use right. black pepper. Right. It's got to be piperine. I did not know this. And uh, then other companies came along and they started developing better ways to increase the absorption and not have any side effects. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, the turmeric essential oil contains um, tumorones, which are ingredients components that are in the oil, like curcumin is in the plant, in the oil you have tumorones. And these tumorones, especially AR tumorone, is almost exactly like uh, curcumin. So you have this combination synergistic effect of the oil and the plant and increases the absorption substantially. So, so like, like andrographis, we talked about the main things it helps with, and I know it helps us a lot more than that, but what are your top things that you think the curcumin is useful for in the human body? In India, they call it the all-in-one solution. Okay. It does, I don't think there is a condition or disease that curcumin would not help. Uh, from the researchers at, at the uh, City of Hope Cancer Center, um, they said, here's the best combination. And they're doing, and they're doing a couple of studies on mm -hmm. this combination, mm -hmm. curcumin and andrographis together. Mm -hmm. If you did that, because curcumin works on almost every pathway in the body, every pathway. It can be psoriasis, it can be arthritis, it can be rheumatoid arthritis, it can be, um, um, you name it, inflammation, pain. Um, it, it covers every pathway in the body. Um, not as strong as some of those pathways. Then you take andrographis, and it almost equals curcumin in the terms of how many pathways, but much stronger. So that combination could be like, wow. Mm -hmm. So they're doing two studies right now uh, on the combination. And okay. they have some oncologists really interested really in interested? it. Really interested? At City of Hope, oh, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. But they're, they're, they can't prescribe it because um, you can't prescribe 
natural medicines for right. cancer patients. Right. So they're asking the cancer patients, would you like to take it? Right. That's what I was thinking. I mean, I have a lot of patients, obviously, um, who have cancer or who've had it in the past. And it's the same thing where, you know, I say, obviously, ask your oncologist or your surgeon what they recommend. And then a lot of them choose to do something different on their own anyway. Yeah. From what I've seen at the uh, City of Hope, um, there, is, there is like a protocol. And one of the top doctors there, Dr. Ajay Goyle, mm -hmm. um, he recommends curcumin, BCM95, about one to three grams per day. And a graphis, um, 400 to 800 milligrams a day. So that's for treatment. Would that also oh, be for just someone taking it every day? I take it every day. Okay. Same dosages. So if someone's listening to this and they're just, you know, someone in the community. What, you want, hey, what we, How would they the take best, it? The best cure for cancer is prevention. Right. Oh, for sure. So this for is sure. what. Um, so the grapeseed extract is about 300 milligrams twice a day. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have melatonin, which is about 10, I would say 10 milligrams for preventative. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're, going, they're using anywhere from 20 milligrams to, to 500 milligrams. And that you have to take in the evening. No, you don't. If you if if you, if you want to sleep, yes. Yes. But you don't need to take it because all I, that was a question I had. Right. If you take it in the morning, is it going to make you tired? No, no. It it, it the only reason that it works is because uh, melatonin is secreted at nighttime, and that's when we should be going to bed. Right. So it's helping us sleep better because that's the time it's released. But if we want to use it for cancer therapy or any other therapy or for the immune system, then you can use it during the day. And it won't make people tired. No. Okay. No. Interesting. No. Interesting. Um, I think I think those are my biggest questions about that. Um, I know we have some other stuff to talk about in the future, so maybe we save it for that time. Well, here, if you want to give it, give it a summary. Yes. Uh, curcumin, almost anything. I don't. If if I had somebody say something to me and I didn't understand what they're talking about, I'd give them <laughs> curcumin. Right. I can't. I couldn't lose. Right. And they could. And they will win. Right. So uh, I'm never afraid to. Here's, here's curcumin, take it. Do you think it's really good at pain control? Oh, pain reduction? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there is a really good combination that has been made in India for pain with a combination of curcumin, Boswellia, Boswellia and black sesame seed oil. Okay. That three combinations for pain. Right. Uh, unbelievable. Right. Um, then you have endographus, cold and flu, antiviral, um, anti cancer. Anti cancer. Uh, fatty liver disease, brain any health. liver, brain health. Um, uh, it, it is, it's, it's like a tonic to the body. Mm -hmm. It does everything for the body that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And then you've got grapeseed extract, which is the most powerful antioxidant because all of our damage that happens to our body is caused by, caused by oxidative stress, right. causes free radical damage, damage the cells to the point where you have cancer. And it's the most powerful anti-cancer, anti um, antioxidant. Yeah, well, I want to pause on that because I think people, like, I, I don't know if people understand that as often, especially in my audience. So when we talk about these um, reactive species, right? Right. I think about them as like a ping pong or like a spark in a room that's just going all over the place and right. it's just trying to damage your cells. Right. And if it does it for long enough, it damages the cells to the point where they become cancer cells and right. then they create a cancer, a tumor. And so when you take things like the grapeseed extract, there, it's like a, a wet blanket over the, the spark or something to contain that oxidative stress right. and quelch it. Right. And so it's not damaging your cells. And so um, that, that's like the picture I see in my head. So I feel like that might help people. I do that with people all the time yeah. with hormones and trying to reduce their toxic right. estrogen levels and things like that. Even the oxygen that we breathe causes free radical damage, right. causes oxidative damage. Right. It's like burning coal 
you're going to have an ash. Right. And that ash is what causes damage. Right. Uh, so those free radicals can come from solar radiation, sun. If you're on the sun for a long period of time and you damage the skin, right. you have a sunburn, you have damage to the skin. Right. That's oxidative damage. Right. If you smoke, that's oxidative damage right. to the lungs. Yep. Um, chemicals, pollution, pesticides, Roundup, all these things that would damage stress, a cell. Stress, stress, stress. Over time, yeah. Right. Over time, you know, cancer doesn't happen overnight. No. If, if, when you're diagnosed, you didn't have that cancer when you were diagnosed. You had it 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. It grows and grows and grows and grows until, you know, now it's, now it's visible. Well, and I think um, all these things you're talking about, like there's only so much we can control about our life. We're going to be constantly exposed to free radicals and stressors on our body. Right. So as much as we can do from the inside out to fortify ourselves, whether that's through lifestyle changes or herbal products or botanicals, it's just going to increase your chances of keeping other things that are bad for you at bay, keeping now, disease the, at bay. Yeah, the most powerful antioxidants that people can get every day mm -hmm. are fruits and vegetables. Right. Uh, and only 9% of Americans eat enough fruits and vegetables right. to be healthy. Right. Just change. Yes. Uh, uh, they don't sell fruits and vegetables at McDonald's. No, they don't. Or anywhere else. No. Nope. So it's it's a it's it's a, it's a shame that it is. people are feeding their kids uh, food that is not healthy for them. Right. Yeah. So. Um. But in the back to the grapeseed extract, we didn't talk a lot about that, but that's derived from the seed of the grape. Okay. I guess. And, and it's from the Chardonnay grape. Can I have a really stupid question? Is it similar to resveratrol? No, resveratrol is in grapeseed extract. Okay. Uh, they extract it. It's in wine. Okay. And you know, resveratrol, the more you take, does, doesn't make it better. Does, you know, how they found out that resveratrol worked uh -huh. is because wine. All those who were drinking wine. Right. You know, the, the paradox in France where they don't have heart disease. They smoke and they drink wine. They smoke and they drink <laughs> wine and they eat a ton of fat. Right. Butter, cream, mm -hmm. lard, duck fat, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and, and why? Because it has one to two milligrams of resveratrol in a bottle. So you don't need very much, and it comes in the grapeseed extract as well. Okay. Uh, it, when you make white wine, you take the seeds out. Mm -hmm. You take the skins out. That's why it's white. Got it. When you make the red wine, you use skin, seed, everything. Right. Uh, so you have much more uh, healthy re results from the red wine right. than you do from the white wine. Mm -hmm. So all those Chardonnay seeds are then made into the extract. Got they, it. They take the seeds, they do an extraction process, they pulverize them into a powder, and you can put them into capsules. Okay. But it, the big thing it has, has huge benefits for the heart. Cardiovascular. So it's more of a cardiovascular thing. Cardiovascular. And inflammation. veins, poor circulation, mm -hmm. um, capillary fragility, um, strengthening the arteries. Mm -hmm. it, in studies shown with grapeseed extract, uh, over a year time, uh, it can reduce the plaque in the arteries by 35%, uh, and, those, and the other uh, control group that did not get the grapeseed extract, uh, they increased their plaque in that year by 9%. Wow. So grapeseed extract for the heart, mm -hmm. for, for cardiovascular is super, super. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent, time to go shopping. Uh, if you find good quality herbs, that's what I would hunt for. Make sure that you get good quality, buy from a good a trusted company, mm -hmm. buy from people you trust and mm -hmm. ask questions. Um, the medicines are better than drugs, always will. I agree. And of course, the top medicine is your food. Right. Food is your best medicine. Right, right, for sure. Yeah, and we got to get rid of these uh, carbohydrates and sugar. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. Yeah.
a never-ending battle. Yes, it is. Yeah. But I would say even if you don't eat perfectly, I think those the botanicals are a useful thing to add as well. Oh, I think so too. So uh, that's in why fact, I see my patients, they kind of do both. You can start looking for the natural alternatives. Right. Uh, because they, in most cases, there are some good conditions you don't want to, you know, if you're hit by a car, you don't want uh, andrographis. No, right. <laughs> you, want, you want a drug. Right. So, or if you have a 100% blocked coronary artery, you don't yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Andrographis right. is not going to be there for no, you. No, no. But take them to prevent it. Right. That's the best thing. I agree. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you. That's yeah, lots of information yeah. for hey, me. Hey, it was a great, I, I loved today. It was great. <laughs> Good. You're full of energy and spirit. Good. Thank I you. Love it.